Hey guys, uh, welcome back to Mantalk.ke. This, as I always say, is my favorite part of the season because we have our phones and we have your questions that we're going to ask. The thing I like about it is it can be, it can go anywhere. This is literally your episode that you curate, we just answer. Now, as you can see, the green, the chairs, the mics, the tables, the beautiful bottles here. We're back at our home, Kofisi. We're here at the Keystone Park branch. It's uh, Keystone Park is on Riverside Drive. A really, really central location, beautiful staff, beautiful rooms, and just very nice equipment for presenting and free coffee. So um, all the details are going to be down below with the rates and everything. If you want to become a member of Kofisi, you will definitely not regret it. So thank you for Kofisi for sponsoring this season. We really appreciate it. We love working with you guys. Now, oh, I can see you scrolling through the questions. And I can see mm. a vein starting to form on the side of your head. <laughs> <laughs> just to, to start, start uh, pulsing. How, yeah, are you um, how are you guys? How are you guys doing? <laughs> Welcome to uh, MyTalk.ke. It's another fantastic episode, as uh, Mr. Eli has said. Yes, yes, um, yes. This is the Q&A episode, which is... Episode six. The fun one. The fun one. The, the fun one. one. Yeah. The, the one when we, yeah, I think, yeah. we get to kind of interact with our fans and and mm. see their perspective. Because mm. mm. a lot of the, I feel like the more we've grown... Mm. the higher the quality of our questions and mm. the higher the the higher the audience has demanded from us whenever we answer these questions i challenge that some of the questions are tragic so i'll be honest some of them, uh, some no, of them. You, you'll challenge some that of, since, since season one are you single the same question i mean and the, she's been asking it yes same uh, person please see below the link to <laughs> season six five four three two and one uh, uh, <laughs> no, no, i'm joking yeah, I love but, the questions. yeah I love but then it. the questions are mad um but yeah. today i think there's room for some scandal yeah yeah um, there's room for some fun yeah and uh, will you uh, kick off or shall I? Uh, you can actually kick off because what we do, by the way, we never actually look at them until we sit down here. Like until five minutes before rolling, we take screenshots and then we go. So it's off the bat. We don't want to premeditate the answers. So uh, I like that though. I like that. I like the pressure. So mm. you, can, you can kick off, buddy. Mm. You can kick off. I have... Um, I have Str- I, I strap have, in. I have, um, I have one. Tell me. <clears throat> have you gone through, Mr. Manda, mm-hmm. a quarter life crisis? Quarter life would uh, be 25. Yes. Was there a crisis when I hit the age of 25? All those years ago, Oscar. Uh, yes, all, all those years all ago. All those years ago. Ah. When you decided to shift countries. Yes, yes, ah. yes. Some would say that was a, <laughs> a drastic. In uh, There's a really funny scale of uh, life stresses that we learn in public health, right? And the top, there's death. Mm-hmm. And I think third is moving. Not Moving countries not on there, just moving house. So if we're talking about life stresses at 25... Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say it was a crisis. I would say it was probably, it was actually a beautiful year. It was transformative, but in the best ways possible. Like it wasn't from a place of fear. It was from, more from a place of, uh, there's nothing to lose. Let's just jump, take adventure. And that's why I'm sat here today. So 25 for me, it was also the year I've mentioned uh, a few times uh, where I feel like I clicked and I became like an actual man. I don't know what it was. Maybe it was like finishing formal education and now looking at the wide world. But 25 for me was, it was so transformative. Like my perspective changed, the self-development that I was reading started to manifest. Even my parents were saying, you're acting different, you're walking different. My style changed. I had like a massive, you know, the, the big hair. I cut that down. Actually, 25th birthday, my sister will laugh when she sees this. Um, I was like, guys, I'm thinking about trimming my hair, right? You know, when you're young, you have the big thing. I, like, I want to trim my hair. And she's like, do you know what you should do so it grows better? Just shave it all off. You'll look really good. Like you look really good. So I'm like, say less. I go, I shave, I come back out. Everyone starts laughing. I'm like, Guys, you said it would it would look good. So, 25th birthday, shaved off my head. As, Are you kidding? Nah, there's a picture somewhere. How, how bad was it? Uh, I have a very... So, the reason I have hair is because if I shave my head, I lose about six years of age. <laughs> so, when I was 25, I looked like 18. Oh like, my God. Yeah, it was... Uh, 
a poor decision. I recommend um, maybe using these apps before you do shave your head mm. to know how it's going to look. Um, but to answer the question, 25 was, uh, was just transformative. So I didn't go through a life crisis. I just went through a transformative year. So I can't really tell you what to do in that regard to the question. But um, I'd say embrace it because I think 25 is very transformative for most people. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I yeah, think that's yeah. a question well answered. Um, yeah. My side, mm -hmm. just to contribute a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think quarter life crises tend to happen not just when you're 25, but it can mm. go all the way till like you're 28, yeah. 29. Yeah. Um, it's just that time in your life where you begin to come into your own and to kind of want to develop your own identity because mm. I feel like that's the age when mm. you don't want to conform to. Mm. what society has been feeding you mm. and sometimes that can lead to kind of a challenge when it comes to mental health because mm. what you find is because you're so you're challenging everything around you you yeah. get anxious mm. or sometimes you even exhibit signs of i dare say depression mm. but you know i feel like um when you're going through that time in your life where you want to know who am i mm. what am i capable of mm. what are my strengths and my weaknesses you'll find that those um that life experience where that situation where you're constantly questioning everything it'll be heavy in the beginning because i think i've gone through some of it but in the end it's just going to make so much sense because you're going to evolve within that stage to step into that next mm. you know season of your life like you did you for yeah. you it was shaving of the head for yes. me it was yes. um certain career choices <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 so so i think that's that's my response mm. I think the, you've mentioned the whole like your mind is questioning things. It's funny because that's normally when you finish formal education and now you've gone from every... I think this is why, maybe why it comes. You've gone from every day being told where to go you and you can see when you're going to finish mm. school. You can see what you're going for. Yeah. When you hit 25, most, most people are finished and you're now making choices as to everything I did then, now what am I going to do With in the big world? Yeah. So I think it's natural. I don't think... I'd, panic yeah if 25 is like a, a shaky year because for most people it's okay what, what do i do now yeah like, and for some people yeah. it doesn't even just happen in uni or yeah. during formal education sometimes yeah. it happens in the course of your life because you suddenly yeah. hit a place where it's like okay are you going to tell me that i'm going to stay where i'm going to stay for like 10 years or five years or seven years? yeah i'm yeah. going to continue living this life mm. i want more and when you hit that place where you're starting to say things like i want more i want to pursue more i want to express mm. myself more yeah. i want to you know spread my wings um mm to use a word that was recently used on me mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know to spread your you to yeah. spread your wings yeah and uh, yeah and begin to challenge um kind why a pigeon sorry. though it, it could have been a hawk nah, that's it all i've been surrounded by bird. my whole life just pigeons in the morning <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a yeah tough life. it could be a it could be a it could be a it could be a a much more i think beautiful experience if you embrace the fact that you are meant for change and you're meant for things that are bigger than you mm. that that instinct that you're feeling is not a negative instinct it's yeah. more of it's a nudge towards chasing something better mm. Mm. like i feel like anyone who's going through that because i know there's a lot of guys going through that and i've had a lot of dms about mm. this same issue mm. and it's like oh oscar you know you've done this with your career you've done this with the podcast like mm. don't you ever feel as if like they're conflicting and for me i always say when you hit a when you take your mind to a certain place it's an opportunity for you to express that ambition mm. to express that journey and to express what you want to see more in the world of mm. and so you're just just don't take it negatively be yeah embrace yeah. it embrace change embrace change, embrace change. yeah um <laughs> next question is uh, is a fun one um okay there's two by the same person we said she's one of our favorites from our instagram lives uh, you know who you are when i read this question 
Uh, I'm going to start with this one. Do you ever need to decompress from social media, given that this is your job? How feasible is it? You know, that's a good question. Fantastic. That's a good question. Fantastic question. I know who it is. Yeah. And just know that well, from where I'm sitting, I hate you. Yeah, MK. What's up? <laughs> um, okay, Eli, you should go first. Ah. <laughs> I can go first. Uno. Yeah. <laughs> um... Okay, okay, fine. I'll kick it. I'll kick it off because we, we we shared the last question. Um, so I think this is something I've actually battled with. Uh, one of my good friends has been doing this for much longer than me, and she's way more established. And I've seen her be very deliberate in the time she takes to just come off, maybe for like a weekend or come off for like a few weeks, and just let brands let her people know that I'm taking time for myself. I personally struggle with it because, and this is what I was told recently, um, that I struggle with embracing weakness so i struggle with thinking that social media i can't i can't manage i need a break I, I struggle to process that that eli you need a break this is what i've been told right um so for me i've the only way that i've kind of filtered that is i didn't want to make social media make me lose real life experiences so now i i haven't i don't take extensive breaks but what i do is even the way i curate it i'm not on it for a protracted amount of time so say if i have a long weekend or i go on a trip you'll find that for the past few months, I'll do like a recap on a Monday. So like that whole weekend, I'm there, I'm present. I'm not thinking that I need to do posts, you know, so I can still be very present in real world and still keep up with my, I'm not going to say KPIs, (laughs) (laughs) and still keep up with my (laughs) my duties. Um, So I've just found a structure where I haven't needed to take a break. However, as I'm having these conversations about like things that are actually affecting me without me knowing, I can see that coming up that maybe you should accept that you can't consistently be on with socials. You should take that break. I've only ever come off socials uh, once when I was very unstable. Um, and I think we've talked about this one. I've only come off for, for like two days because I was like, I, don't, I can't even see people right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's mm. the only time. <laughs> don't laugh. <laughs> don't laugh. That's the only time that <laughs> that's the only time I've sort of come off. But apart from that, no, I think I have a healthy relationship with it. But I recommend if you can't manage then don't try to like come off for a bit and i think i'm gonna probably do that soon mm. yeah, yes, yeah yes how okay. about you buddy um as for me um mm. my social media pages thank god i have decided uh, i am not they're not up for sale mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. they're for me mm-hmm. for my time uh-huh. uh, for my basketball mm-hmm. my sneakers mm-hmm. i do what i want with it so mm-hmm. you know um when i joined social media I rejoined social media, which was what? August of 2020? 2019? Yeah, 2020. 2020? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What? Was it 2020 or 2019? 2019. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm not sure when. Um, but, like, should be two, between two to yeah. And I was like, okay, that you see, that's an objective I can fulfill. Just be a mm. bit more open mm. and enjoy my time there. And I haven't changed anything about that. I haven't been like, oh, I need to be more deliberate. No, I get these DMs, elaborate DMs are telling me about how I should be running my social media. Mm. Calm down. Mm. Uh, <laughs> it's a happy place. It's, this is, a, you know, uh, mm. the business side of Mantok is, is mm. dealt with. What we are now thinking about is like our own well-being because like, Mantok is run off of our relationship and yeah. our interactions with life and how yeah. differentiated they are. Yeah. And sometimes those differences are actually what make the show what it is. You know, 100%. Yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. the fact that um, 
I, I might do more, I might want to do more as a content creator, mm. but I'll do it according to how I want to and how I feel. Mm. And I don't get, I don't feel forced. And um, I was talking to the coolest woman in the world, whose name is Patricia Kihoro, mm-hmm. uh, about this issue. And she was telling me that, yo, hey, uh, the reason why I do what I do as well as I do it is one of the reasons is I have the freedom to express myself creatively. Mm. If you feel as if like it's a job, mm. then mm. why the hell are you doing mm. it? Yeah. You know, just yeah. put it aside, you mm. know, and people and and for me I've always been very clear that people don't care as much as you think they do. 100%. Yeah, they yeah. don't. Yeah. Um yeah. and as recently <laughs> mm. people don't care as, as we have recently discovered with certain yeah. things. Yeah, 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 um, pe- sure. yeah people don't mm. really care as much as you think they do. Mm. And you'll sit down and if you continue consistently sit down and ask yourself like Hey, so people's opinions, people's thoughts, people's, you know, that mm. whole chaff mm. of what um, other people's opinions are of you or what you should be doing or mm. um, how many social media posts you should be putting up in a day. Mm. Um, there's no manual. Mm. There's mm. none. Um, yeah. And there's some people have been pretending to have manuals, but yeah, yeah, yeah. they're not really result-oriented. So just live your life, my guy. And for yeah. me, that's how I decompress from social media. I don't see it as a job. Mm. I like the Warriors just won... The, mm. the NBA finals. I mm. put posts, serial posts mm. about them winning. <laughs> if you don't like it, leave yeah. me alone. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what? I, this might be, this might sound like, how can you say that about content? How can you say that about social media? But um, I'm going to be completely honest, right? The other day, uh, I was talking to someone and we we're talking about like how much I do in a week. Like, what do mm. I do? And I was like, oh yeah, so there's Instamarket, there's Mantalk, there's my page, mm. you know, then there's other businesses. And, and she was shocked. She was like, how do you manage to like run three pages? Like, what the hell? How do you even do that? And as much as yes, it will take up some of my time. I never put, and this sounds probably mean because I'm in the industry. I don't put content creating at the same level of stress as other jobs. Like it's as much as yes, it's difficult. I've done job jobs. Like, and I've, there was one time where I did a social media post and I made the same amount of money that I'd made in a week for a job. And I thought about how I woke up at five every day. This is when I was like, when I, I worked in a factory once with my father, like back in the day. And I was like, the same money I just made from going somewhere, not even make, just stories. So like, just come take some stories in London and we'll give you like a certain amount of money. Then I looked back and I was like, my, one of my first paychecks, this was a week's worth of money. And the sweat and the like physical pain, the waking up, the driving, going there, how I came back tired that day compared to how I came back from that shoot. I was like, there's no way, and I'm sorry, I'm a content creator, but there's no way I can put content creation at the same level. Maybe mentally it can be draining, but it's it's just not the same as some other jobs. They're, I have much more respect, I'm sorry, to guys that do building, guys that do physical labor, guys that do very taxing jobs, generally. And it sounds weird saying that because I'm a content creator. Mm. So when someone goes, oh my God, how do you manage three pages? I've done much worse. But, but I have like, some news for you at the same yeah, time. Yeah. I think content creators also don't realize how good they have it sometimes. Because mm, mm. mm. like you're... Um, there are people who are working jobs, the youth are working yeah. like jobs and not yeah. getting paid for two months, and that's yeah. okay, like that's yeah. normal. Like, yeah. they'll wake up every day, mm. go to an office, mm. do work, yeah, and don't get paid for two months, yeah. right? And yeah. they're doing it every day. Whereas, yeah. I agree, even for content creation, obviously, as well, we're new in the space and we're seeing mm. issues like with payment and mm. other things, mm. um, and even like there's just a level of seriousness that in Kenya we still don't have in, when with regard to content, yeah, yeah. Um, but that's a con- another conversation, mm. but at the same time, I think. Content creators are really like we are. We are privileged to be able to 100%. work with the fans and the audiences that we mm, do, yeah. and to be able to leverage that so that we can be able to make a living. That's yeah. that's something that's a that's privilege. Such a privilege. Yeah, it's yeah. a pri- so you know like sometimes 
um, I agree with you in mm. that sense. But also, mm. I don't like the fact that this economy has really taken advantage mm. of of its intelligent and educated youth, and they're mm. not getting any reward. Mm. Like I won't lie, the mm. youth in this country are really, really. Yeah. Yeah. We are really like we are not in a good place. Mm, the economy mm. has not been good to us. Like mm, mm. we've had how many recessions? Yeah. Like since yeah. yeah, yeah, we've had a whole. We, every election year is a bad year for for business mm. owners. Every election year is a bad year for entrepreneurs and yeah. uh, and businesses because they have to let go of people. Who are mm. they letting go of? It's the youth. The youth, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like there's no money circulating in the economy. It's just going mm. to very specific places for campaigns and other things. Mm. Uh, like bro, like yeah. I'm done. Like yeah. for me, <laughs> I'm done. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. No, I feel you. I feel you. Yeah. I think a lot of people resonate with that. Um, who took the last one? It's, it's your. Yeah, it's your turn. Okay. Yeah, it's mine. Um, uh, blah, blah, blah. um. Just a quick one. Um. How is your English so far? How is Quite. your Swahili so far? Uh, Kopo. Ah, fifty. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm. Let us continue. Very good answer. <laughs> um, Fellow Kenyans. <laughs> Okay, how are you guys able to maintain such a healthy business relationship as much as being friends? What you have to do mm. is just create incredible experiences outside of work. And mm. that will bond you more than work will. So when you go to work, you'll be more effective. It's a simple answer. But you know what I'm saying. I have no idea how I've survived this long, guys. I'm being healthy <laughs> against my will. The guy to my right is a complete, if he's nonsense. Um, if you saw the live we did on Instagram, it's gracious, it's yeah, been tough. Wanna... Um, it's been one sided. I'm suffering here, guys. Um, help me, uh-huh. save me. Yeah. I'm, like that guy just... in, I'm like that guy in Get Out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, uh, yeah, but me and Mr. Wenda have had some good times. Yeah, I think uh, it's important. I yeah. think, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like, and we're also very conscious of the fact that. Mantog.ke is essentially our relationship. Yeah. It's yeah. essentially our relationship. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. The yeah. business side and all that, like um the money side, that that you can always figure out, man. Mm. Like, but like who in this man I found a brother, so like this. Ah, yeah. So we we're, we're doing well. Ah, we're okay. This guy. Uh, this guy. <laughs> okay. Uh, 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 let's stop there before he cries again. Ha, wow. <laughs> this is I'm an open and vulnerable man. Uh, I can't say the same for some people. <laughs> There was a line that your mother said once. She said to you, she's like, um, you know, what, did, what did she say? She's like, you know, when friends go on trips, sometimes it's a strain. How How is your relationship? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the answer? Uh, never better. Never better. Never better. Never better. <laughs> so yeah. create, create experiences. Lord have mercy. We can't talk about that. Lord have Ooh, mercy. Lord, not on camera. Uh, uh-uh. When you do it? We have. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Sorry. Uh, next okay. question. Um, um, Oscar Kome, mm. what encourages you to do what you do? What do I even do, though? It's <laughs> <laughs> a good question. Mm. Um, the, the thing about uh, me, and this will also has also is also one of the questions that that have that have been asked is mm. your capitalist mind and your. Mm. That's my next one. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. my capitalist mind and my my philanthropic, philanthropic mind are in a bar fight, mm. and it's true because in many ways I don't perceive capitalism the same way as you know, like traditionally as it's been traditionally sold. Mm. I think that it's time for a different type of you know um, capitalism as a as an economics philosophy in terms of 
as a, as a, as a socioeconomic philosophy because why I do what I do is because I think that building enterprises mm. like this, like mm. what we're doing with Mantalk, mm. um, have the capacity to be positive, to mm. be for profit, mm. and to cause positive change. Mm. Mm. Um, and, you know, as the youth, again, I'm like I said, I'm very, I am in the youth bracket, very strongly in that. Yes. Um, I've seen that there's a lot of opportunities going on in the world that are not really being afforded to us as Kenyans and as Af- as Africans. Mm-hmm. And podcasting is one of those few ones that like we can really like leverage regardless of wherever mm-hmm. you come from because mm-hmm. if you have a voice and a platform as long as you use it for positive change then you know you'll be able to see the world and live in the world that you want to mm-hmm. be in, you know. Mm-hmm. Um and that's what I do why I do what I do because I th- honestly feel like especially with the podcasts um, I actually think that this is one of those rare occasions where as Africans, mm. we have a similar platform mm. Mm. Um, and a similar starting point as most other races across the world. And if we use these platforms and the technologies that are, av- are available to us efficiently and well, then we'll be able to elevate our own lives as well as the lives of others. And, mm. and we're doing it through one of the most powerful mediums, which is culture. Mm. We are now, every day when Eli and I sit down and have a conversation with anyone we're sitting down with, we are printing cultural currency. Yeah. We yeah. are we are communicating to the world that we are a bit more than just those, what traditional media has portrayed Africans as being. And mm. that is such a powerful thing. Thanks. Because as we continue to do it over time, we'll just, you know, um, we'll inspire other people to challenge themselves uh, even more than we have mm. and to break boundaries. So for me, it's like we're planting a seed for the next generation of Africans to like just bloom and grow out of. Yeah. And that's yeah. why I do podcasting. Mm. For the legal side, um, mm. to be honest, the legal side of me is now my pure capitalist side. Like mm. that one is, mm. is a monster. <laughs> it's mm. a capitalist monster. Mm. Mm. Because I, I, I really, really believe strongly in economic empowerment. Um, and that belief has been validated by the fact that um, suicide rates among men are not just caused by, um, mm. you know, relationships, but economics, the economic empowerment of young men and of the youth mm. is something that has that knock-on effect. Mm. Things like access to credit for young small businesses, mm. things like um, talent development, mm. capacity building, and how to participate mm. in an economy. Those are things, and the competitiveness of business. Those are things that I like. Those are mm. things that I enjoy. I really enjoy, and Ila has seen me in boardrooms. I really enjoy like, I really enjoy that whole mm. corporate structure and engaging with it in that way and setting up companies and mm. coming up with transactions and ideas around those transactions, financing those transactions. Because in the end, you'll realize that you might have any idea, but when you're executing it at some stage, that I, that those ideas need financing. They need structure so mm. that they can be sustainable and continuous. Mm. And I feel like that's why I do what I do because I can see that a lot of young people might have ideas and I was one of the victims of this, but you don't have the education. You don't have the structure to actually execute on your dream and on your vision. Mm. Mm. And kind of those two marry really well because um, with what you're doing for podcasting, it's essentially media business. I can I get to flex both, both muscles. Mm. Mm. So, so that's why I do what I do. Nice, 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 nice. Mine is just one sentence. I think everything I do, I found a level of purpose in it, and that's it for me. Just, yeah. I wake up every morning, I know that whatever I'm putting my mind to has a purpose and has a service. Mm. That's, that's, that's it for me. But that's yeah. it. Yeah. 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 So uh, that's uh, well, two books, one paragraph. I think mm-hmm. that's uh, sufficient. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Ah, another week, another ad. You know uh, what I mean? hope you're enjoying this episode so far, this Q&A. Uh, I'm having a great time being here, and I hope you're having a great time listening. So, Oscar, it's that time of the episode where I ask you, what is your favourite feature this week of the Samsung Freestyle? Well, uh, you know, Eli, I don't know. You know, there are some projectors that call themselves smart, but they're not that smart. <laughs> you know, they didn't go to school. Eh? Uh-huh. Uh, but this projector seems to have a Harvard education, yes, you yes. know, especially when it comes to Netflix. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has a Spotify pre-installed. There we go. It is uh, capable of taking up other applications and using them. Boom. I, I feel like a graduate, first it is class. Why is the voice um, change? That's what I When it comes to, listen, <laughs> you know, I have to, when I talk about uh, Freddy the Freestyle. Freddy. Uh, our yeah. boy Freddy, you know, you gotta, you got to put some respect on his oh, name. Oh, you got to love it. Oh, you got to love it. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, so you using the freestyle like for movies and stuff i think that's my other like favorite feature and it's like really really good because i can like select what i want to do it with you mm-hmm. know if mm-hmm. i want to listen to some music i put on some ambient stuff you know mm-hmm. let's listen to what i need if i want to watch a movie i can do that i like a projector that's actually smart yeah you know yeah. like actually smart it's yeah. smarter than some people i know oh there's the shade there's the shade i hear that. it's like literally three buttons you're already watching like a netflix series hey yeah that's good, me good that's feature me. good feature yeah well guys that is the feature for this week uh enjoy the rest of the episode and the rest of the questions see you next week for another feature see you next week guys Au revoir. um okay 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 this is uh, this is another one um that i wanna i wanna hear your view mm-hmm. um hmm do men and boys have an essential role in effective menstrual hygiene programs this is the same question from the live oh um fascinating okay i'll repeat what i said on the live um <clears throat> do men and boys have an essential role in the menstrual hygiene program so what i said uh, if you don't watch us on instagram every thursday at 9 that is PM, why that is why yeah. i asked it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> every thursday uh, we go live on instagram and we tackle dilemmas that people have and questions as well so this happens every week by the way but i'll answer this question that i answered yesterday so when it comes to men's participation in menstrual hygiene programs um, a lot of the time as guys we seem to look at it as like a their problem or like Mm-hmm. you know it's over there i know about it and you know i'll have sympathy but it's not for me to champion um and the, f- n- n- the number one thing i say is that without that um that part of a lady without a lady going for menstruation you're not going to reproduce you came here because that happens right so that's the first just on a just a logic level like you can't distance yourself from something that created you that's like baseline right then we go to the the idea of um where we are now in terms of these programs around the world, when we're talking about taxes, when we're talking about ladies not having access to it, um, the societies that's created such a dire situation for ladies across the board is a society that is run by us men. Now, you might think, okay, it's run by those men over there, those men in the boardrooms, those men in government. But what I always say is, like what Janet said, like what is in your hand, right? So if you're a guy that has access to capital on any scale, you have a certain level of power where you can contribute to these kind of programs. Because like we said, you can't live in a society where two, one person's suffering if you want to be efficient. So number one is look at how much power you have. Look at how much either resource or how much contribution you can do and use what's in your means to contribute. Because at some point, you're going to have a daughter, you're going to have a wife, and you need to coexist with these people in society, right? Then if you're looking at somebody now that's in the government um, offices, the expectation on that guy is much more than somebody with just capital. So in the same breath, he should be using his resource, his power, his influence 
to be giving as much effort as a guy that can just contribute one pad. So I think if everyone takes this mindset as a man and as a lady, as much as it shouldn't be a gender issue, we have to look at it real- realistically that the issue has come from different genders having different levels of power. So if you have that level of power and you contribute, then I think you can't ask that guy to do any more. But if you go to the extent that you can, I feel like you're contributing to your society and I don't think we should ever make it a them problem or us problem. We should make it a societal issue and everyone should play the role to the best of their ability. That's what I think. And I hope that guys on any scale, any level of power, any level of uh, income or influence will listen to that message and actually go and do that. Like Janet said, go and buy a pad, give it to somebody. Go and find out who's trying to contribute and help people in that ostracized from society, like in villages. Go and contribute in that way. You don't have to be a governor. You can be just a guy and you can still contribute. That's mm. what I think when mm. it comes to men's participation with menstrual issues. Excellent. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yes, uh, he has given the two books. Here's my one paragraph. Yes. <laughs> uh, Balance. Development issues are mm. not gendered issues. Mm. You cannot say that period poverty is a girl's issue. It's mm. a women's issue. It's a mm. social issue. Mm. And that has no gender. So mm. as men, we need to contribute as much as we can with as little as we can as what mm. with what we have. 65% mm. of women and girls Mm. are suffering from period poverty. Mantok will be, we will be making some mm. announcements soon. Mm. We don't want to say it, but mm. we need to be part of the problem. I mean, mm. part of the solution. Yeah, because we've not, been part of the problem. Yeah, because That's, we've been part yeah, of the problem. Yeah. So, um, yeah. excellent. I think it's my turn, buddy. Ah, it's uh, your turn. It's my turn. Ah, yeah. Relax, sit back. Let me take this one for you, okay, man. Okay, please, hey, please. Just enjoy, enjoy, enjoy. Mm. Um, oh, this is a nice one. Again, we talked about this yesterday. Um, what is your current... Oh where, are, oh, where are you both currently in regards to your relationship and religion in terms of God? I'm very Methodist. Hallelujah. I am very Christian. Hallelujah. Uh, praise God. Praise God again. Uh-huh. Where's the golden bells? Amen. <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah, I'm Methodist. I'm Christian. I, I, won't, I won't sit here and, and, and act like I've been like the perfect uh, Christian or uh, I'm the best to talk to about matters when it comes to relationships. Mm. But in everything that I try and do is I try to be an instrument of God and I just try to, like, I just, that's my one prayer. Lord, let mm. me be your instrument. Every mm. boardroom I get into, every mm. discussion I have, even when I'm in school or whatever mm. it is I'm doing, mm. it's just like, Lord, let me be your instrument. And and it's it's really, really served me over the years, um, mm. having a relationship with, and just knowing he's there and acknowledging that he's there, man. Like, mm. things always happen for a reason and you're not just existing in this uh, mm. speck of dust in the universe mm. um, for you to die and it's all insignificant that's a very bleak way to live um, yeah, yeah. but i like to just know that at least i'm part of something that's greater than myself and part of a grand design mm. Yeah. Mm. and when it comes to spirituality <clears throat> i'm at that stage where i'm having questions regarding what what does it mean to have african spirituality mm. Mm. and I don't know. There's there's uh, an episode that is coming where uh, <laughs> there was a very, very, very hot discussion. Uh, should I say it? Uh, no. Nah, nah, just, yeah, just there's a good conversation yeah, about there's a very, yeah. There's a there's a very hot conversation about culture yeah. and spirituality and yeah. and what it means to go through certain rites of passage and mm. like that conversation really spurred a lot of interest mm-hmm. um, around fantastic. that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's good. Yeah, it's gonna be good. So it's a good one. Yeah. So that's my relationship with God. Right Amazing. now, I'm I'm like in that place where I'm like, okay, I'm Christian, but like, what does mm. it mean to have African spirituality? Mm, mm, yeah. mm. Nice, beautiful, beautiful. <clears throat> I like that you said that you do everything with purpose and being an instrument. That's amazing. Mm. Um, 
my relationship with God has been one that's it's been turbulent. Um, I've been brought up in an extremely beautiful household in regards to religion and Christianity. I've been brought up very, very Christian since I was a baby. Mm. Um, the issue with Eli as a as an individual is I'm a very individual thinker. So at one point in my life, um, I was questioning everything and trying to figure out, you know, is this for me, right? Um, but luckily with the tools I've been equipped with through my upbringing, mm. I've managed to find like right now an extremely beautiful relationship with my God. Mm. Um, and that's all attributed to the environments I was put in by my father and mother. Um, I think with maturity as well, I've been able to forge my own relationship um, as much because we're human. We are never going to be or feel like we've done enough in that relationship because you, you're never going to feel like you, you're I'm good, I'm good, right? There's always something you feel like you can do better when it comes to a higher power. But where I am now, I think it's a beautiful place. Like I feel at peace with my relationship with with God. And that's all I'll ever ask for. Like just to have the connection, have a positive one. And yeah, have him like guiding your life and being with you. So wow, I'm beautiful. very, I'm very, very happy with my relationship with God. Very, very happy. Beautiful. Wow. Uh, yeah. Praise God. Please remember that our mothers watch this channel. Yeah. Hi, mom. <laughs> we, will Hi. Not, uh, we will not be huh? slandering. <laughs> Um, praise God. <laughs> praise God again. Yeah, praise God again. Yeah. 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 Hallelujah. Uh, praise God. Guy. Um, <laughs> as we search for the next question, let us say a prayer. <laughs> I'm a guy. Um, yeah. So quickly, another uh, one I think I should answer. Mm-hmm. Someone has asked me, did I, did I, do I practice law um, a little bit? Mm-hmm. I'm on break for now. Um, mm-hmm. Went to KSL, yes, did that. Mm-hmm. Um what has been the highlights of your year so far? And love from Zambia. Big shout out to you from Zambia. So what's been the highlight of your year so far? We only live in the highlights. <laughs> tell mama, tell mama, mama, you only want the highlights. Insert you song. I was just what, storing what while I poured that? water, by the way. That's a, that's a little trick in the trade. Uh, <laughs> my highlight of the year. Um, uh, what have I done? I've done a lot this year, man. And we're literally halfway through. How did it kick off? I, okay, okay, okay. Oh, there's so many. Mm. I'd say there's a few. I think the, my year started beautifully. Well, the end of last year to this year with surprising my parents during Christmas. That for me, it was, it, it felt, it was such a beautiful thing to be able to see the amount of love and how much you're missed. Um, you don't see that when you see someone every day, but being able to like, pop in into my living room back in the UK and see my parents, ah, oh my God, like that for me, I've never been so like, ah, fulfilled. And then spending time with them, just enough time so I don't get sick of them and then leaving. That was that was a really nice uh, way to sort of kick off the year, the Christmas and New Year. Um, I'd say, how what trips have you been on this year? Oh, this I, year's which, been, by the way, this year's been crazy. That's what I'm trying to think. I've been on quite a few trips. I think... I think S. I think SA is up there. South Africa is definitely up there, um, just because it left me wanting so much more. And um, you know, when you're shown that it is possible, like for me, that was a beautiful thing. Like to be in that environment and know that what you're doing, you're doing right, you're on the right path, and look how much is possible. That feeling is like filling gas into your tank, <laughs> yeah. and now you just want to yeah. just keep going. So that for me, like that. Knowing that you're on, you're doing it right. There's so much more that can be done with it. Is has helped me and propelled us even through like tough times this year. Tough times. Ah, oh, toughest. Uh, the, the toughest. The toughest. Uh, uh, so essays. Uh, wait, essays is that which season eleven? Ooh. This is like come it, on. It's gonna be lit. Is, yeah, I'd I'd say that. Um, 
I haven't had my birthday yet, so but I think that's yeah. I think that those two. Christmas, essay. Actually, your birthday was lit. Your birthday was sensational. Yeah, your birthday was really nice. Yeah, yeah. You do. You know, yeah, that was that was fun. That was fun. That was a lot of like bossa nova moments. There. Oh god, that was really fun. Oh, and obviously my sister's graduation. My sister graduating. That was beautiful because we waited two years oh, for yeah. the ceremony. So that was very wholesome. So yeah, it's all centered around family and money. She had honest. those. She had those heels. She yeah. had those nineteen eighties heels. I was making fun of your sister. I was like, uh-huh. those heels. Hey, hey, Rebecca. This is acquired hey. taste. Hey. Yeah. No, no, she yeah. looked. No, she looked. I was like, hey, mm. boss. Yeah, <laughs> that girl. Yeah. yeah, shout out shout to you, Becky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, we miss you, by the way. When we can afford you, we'll have you back. When we can, we can't afford you right now. So. <laughs> this that's, is a level uh, that only you can take us. Yeah, there is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. season eleven. Uh, that's my highlights, buddy. That's my highlights. What are yours? Ah, yeah, yeah. Your birthday also. Yeah. Oh. 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 Yeah. Oh. So we could have gone. Yeah. Oh, in the last year. Yeah, it's oh. the last year. So I thought like from. Anyway. Yeah, because your birthday is falls. It's within still that. within a year. Yeah. Like I, th- I think a lot changed from your birthday. Yeah. Mm. I wish I didn't. But yeah. You yeah. 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 Like yeah. the first. I think the first moment when we knew your man talk is getting crazy was mm. your birthday. Yeah. That that's when, yeah. when we were like your when we we took uh when we had the villa at the Marrakesh shout out to the Marrakesh. Yeah. It was absolutely crazy. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. crazy. Mm. If I was to go highlights of the year chronologically, mm. I'd say your birthday was the one that like popped yeah. the champagne. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Then I think season nine of Mantok mm. was ink, like ridiculous. Yeah. Let's not say. Yeah. Let's, season 10 is obviously another yeah. level, but mm. I feel like season nine for us. Cemented some things. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah mm. It like, it mm. like, it, 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 it sent a message. Mm. That like yeah, mm. Mantok, Ila and I have have kind of gotten to a certain level now where we've kind of worked on our craft mm. Mm. and we have a certain vision and a direction and we're mm-hmm. very sure about where we're going now. Yeah, yeah. I feel like season nine was just mm. the whole period mm. was absolutely insane. Mm. Um, so your birthday for me, season nine. Mm-hmm. Um, if I if we if I think about Meru, don't make me think about last Christmas. Mm. That was not <laughs> for people's eyes to see. N- NDAs were signed. NDAs were yeah. signed. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's this. Yeah. But then, also, um, man, when I went to Watamu, so you know that's the one, and Eli knows how much impact I, that had on me. My God, when mm. I went to Watamu, will he do it? Oh Lord, will he not do it? Will the Lord our God? <laughs> we need to stop talking in code. <laughs> we basically had a good time. <laughs> yeah. Will the Lord our God not shine His face upon His children? Your humble servant. Oh gosh, mm-hmm. Boy, mm-hmm. he told me. He told mm-hmm. me, Oscar, Oscar, Oscar. Yeah. Ask and it shall be given yes. unto you for your birthday. He was the fourth man in the fire. Uh, it was I. Oh, goodness. <laughs> mum, hey, see, mum, I, I got some quotes. <laughs> yeah, man, like, yeah. Uh, man, my birthday was insane. You're mm-hmm. right. Because I had, it, it, it just had the perfect, it just had the perfect group of people, man. Mm. Like, you know, Georgie, Rotimi, Victor, mm. Mm. Cliff, mm. And the ladies, of course, who, um, were, were part of the the trip and the shoot as well. It was absolutely incredible. Yeah. Um, yeah. absolutely incredible, and it just showed me what Mantok could be in the life that I could live mm. if I just dream, like you know, it's like you're being you're bad in a cage. Like spread your wings. Um, yeah. Every it, time. Yeah. Yeah. It's like yeah. you're you know just spread your wings and fly, yeah. man. And I feel like that's what Watamu did for me. It just told me just spread your wings, mm. challenge yourself, and breakthrough like mm. don't this is not the end for you mm. um so that was one of the highlights then obviously um the spotify trip man meeting the les and nasty c 
mm. and Kamum fella and all those incredible mm. like for me meeting you don't know what meeting the les was for me i had these songs him and aka i had the songs on those you know those old ipods mm, the shuffle yeah the, yeah those yeah. ones anyway, i yeah. had that heaven was on repeat uh-huh. just walk out so see you know feeling myself in my and one shorts mm-hmm. and that used to be like one of the songs i used to play so like to actually meet him and tell him man you had such a big impact on me growing up mm. Um, talking to Nasty C and seeing that, and then obviously what the podcast could be, what you just mentioned, mm. it's really like fueled us. Like now mm, we kind of yeah. see that we know we are, that our work is the work that we do, and kind of the investments that we've made, it's mm. actually like paying off mm. one day yeah. at a day at a time, and, and and that's huge for us, and it's huge for it was huge for me, man. Like mm. it was huge for me, and also yeah. another highlight that I, that's lesser known is when I started working out with Pocket Gym. Mm. you're like the body the physical changes and stuff yeah. and just seeing what my body's capable of mm-hmm. i've been slacking a bit don't yeah. laugh cliff when you watch yeah. this it's a I, i've been slacking a bit but yeah. like um i think that that like make that that investment that when your body starts to do what you want it to do that's been a huge highlight for me this year this is the pocket gym pocket gym you guys hey you've unlocked us you have some testimonials, my friend. Uh, okay. Next uh, <laughs> one. Which is the best of the time? Ooh, okay. This is like a fun, a fun chilled one. Okay, go. Which is the best series of all time that you've watched? Your favorite series of all time. All time is big. Say late the best thing you've watched lately because all time is. Oh, no, me, I'm I, all t- I, I take all time it. seriously. Okay, you do it. You know, you forget me. I'm a basketball guy. LeBron James is the best basketball player of all time. I Qu- said it here first. Question was which series? Anyway, <laughs> um, let's go back to series. Um, yeah, man, that that has me by the neck, by the throat. Mm. Um, Game know. of Thrones. Interesting. Interesting. Game of Thrones might be. Uh huh. But th- that last season, no, unforgivable. Mm-hmm. It would have been. Yeah, but that last season was poorly written. Yeah, um, I'm just actually on my Netflix as you're talking. I'm listening. Though. Mm, yeah, you know what? Mm-hmm. The one that has me by the chair. Mm-hmm. Peaky Blinders. Really interesting. I was gonna go back and 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 because I left it a f- after a few seasons, but Peaky yeah, Peaky Blinders, Blinders is, it bangs. I can't lie. Peaky Blinders. Yeah, the yeah. all time. Yeah, but it's also Sherlock, which has just been doing things to me. But like. Yeah. Oh, all time is a hard one. That's tough. It's definitely tough. <gasps> no, 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 no. I know which one. Mm-hmm. Of all time. All time. The boys. The boys. On Amazon Prime. Really? Ridiculous. Serious. It's for me. It mm. might be the all time one. Oh no! No wait. <laughs> wait 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 wait. Yeah. Breaking Bad. Mm, yeah. Mm. Oh no. <laughs> this episode will never end. <laughs> No, no, I have it. I have it. Go tell us, tell us. It's billions. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, for Oscar, it's uh-huh. definitely. There's no, there's, um, there's no show that's changed my personality as completely as that one. Serious? That I watched it like this, my personality changed. The way I walk changed. The way I dress changed. Mm. My attitude changed. Mm. I stepped into another level. Mm. Billions. Mm. Bobby okay. Axelrod seasons. Um, Bobby Axel. Now, now we're doing Mike Prince. I'm, yeah. I'll, I'll vibe with it. Yeah. But I'm a billions guy for sure. Billions. Billions is strong. Billions. Billions is very is very strong. Billions, yeah. That uh, one has had me by the throat. Yeah. Like for years, like ah. 
Uh-huh. So it's between billions, picky blinders, and breaking bad. But for now, I'll pick billions for me because it just matches my personality and my interests. Yeah, yeah. Yours? Okay. I'm I'm going through what I've saved as my. I have this thing where I'll watch I'll watch something I forget I've I've watched it I'll watch it again in the year and be like oh I've watched this already I'm when I watch something I forget like it's really strange. Are you kidding me? I, honestly, it doesn't stick. It doesn't <laughs> stick. Um. So uh billion top oh. top boys top boys up there. Ooh, I do that's like, another yeah, one. Top boys top boys strong. Yeah. Um ah, ended I think for me it's just because I'm gonna stay top boy. Do you know why? There it's not even because of how good the content content was, it's incredible, but it's the representation on an international level. Somebody that like I've always I never lived inside London, but I was right next to the culture and I knew all of these things, but People used to always look outside, like oh, America's amazing. This place is amazing. But to see people from outside appreciate a culture that I know, which is made up of young diaspora kids, like that, I could have been one of the top of guys if I moved a few like miles. So to see diaspora guys that are mine and my brother's age make it on that level, create a culture that's exportable, yeah, like that's why Top Boy for me was so beautiful to see. Even in the even the darkness was beautiful to see. Yeah, even knowing like seeing uh, Mama in a in a flat that works yeah. and she's still got her African thing yeah. and you're seeing her son talking a London accent it's just like it filled my heart with so much joy yeah. it was I wish there was more of that but that's not only representing the negative there's definitely it's required because there's a massive amount yeah. of negative in the society there but for me to see it like that I'd want to see more stories based around my demographic back home that are actually more positive as well as the top boy yeah. stuff that can be negative but for me i think top boy just for a cultural and a, yeah a okay that's right yeah for... me I'm, I'm big on billions because yeah. it's like it, it's it, it it's about finance and business and yeah and like i really like it's very macho it's mm. very like, mm. like, like it's, i am the target yeah, like market it. it has me yeah. by the name you just go on those retreats like they did <laughs> you know <laughs> they come back so, <laughs> come back in a white beard yeah, yeah, i'll grow that's walking on all fours yeah. with some <laughs> shaman some juice oh <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, but, but dope, I think, dope, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's very dope. aspirational. Okay, yeah. for me, I would like that's probably what I want yeah. at some point <laughs> oh, in my God. life. Probably, yeah, I am. I probably, I wouldn't lie, yeah, but, but also like Top Boy is a good choice, top, excellent yeah, choice. Yeah, that's yeah. also a really good one, yeah. And I knew everyone's one. Sally's my favorite, the perfect risk manager. If you know what that means, mm. I won't spoil for you, but he is the perfect risk manager. Oh, for sure. Yeah. He, if he was an actuarial scientist, mm, mm. Uh, the man would have been running his, in sh- his level of calm as well. <clears throat> that's right, yeah. Now, it's mm. do you know that guy's delivered every promise he's made? Mm. Like from the beginning of the movie, mm. like if he tells you something, you better pay attention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it yeah. doesn't, it doesn't mess about. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. If he tells you, you'll pay. Mm. Mm. You'll pay. Yeah. There is a consequence yeah. to your actions. It's right here. My heart, top boy, is right next to my heart. Just like, <laughs> it would have put, oh. Yeah, it's, oh, a good, it's, it's a good, it's a good one. It's a good one. But billions though, Bobby mm. Axelrod, mm. Lord. Yeah. My God, the analogies. Mm? What the hell? Yeah. Ah, come on. <laughs> That's a good question. Yeah. You have us. You have us. Shout out to you. What's up next? Oh, is it me? Yeah, yes, it's you, it's you. It's yeah, you, I think you. I'm going for the last one. Yes, for sure, for sure. Uh, do you want to, um, you know, I don't want to go something, I don't want to go too serious. Yeah. But I want, I want to end with a vibe. Yeah. So how would you describe happiness in your own words? Okay. So I had to actually think about it, right? I think, I think happiness is where there's like an equilibrium, right? So I think happiness is when 
all the things that matter to you at a certain point, you're content. You're content with that. Um, there's a really good um, definition or like there's a formula mm. uh, for happiness, right? Mm. And the guy said that, um, I have to quote here, but basically the guy said that, you know, when you go to, when you go to nature and you see a forest, you automatically think like, this is, this is incredible. Like you think everything is fine. Nothing's out of cater in a forest. And that's because your expectation of a forest is green, is soil, and any variation of that, you're content. And that's why people find themselves happy in nature. The equation that he said that really resonated with me is like happiness is when your expectations meet your realities, right? That's mm-hmm. the equilibrium. I wrote down the exact definition because I like to remind myself sometimes. And I'll give you the name of the guy. Uh, it says happiness equals your perception of events in life match your expectation of how life should be, right? So that's why when you look at the sea, your expectation of the sea is waves, is horizon. So you'll never look at the sea and go, this is, what's going on here? Like you never think this is out of cater. So that's why I'm saying the equilibrium of everything you care about being like at your expectation. So for me, it's when I find that pocket where what I'm doing in terms of my relationship with my family is where I expect it to be, which is a high level of love. And we have positive conversations. That's my expectation of my relationship with my family. So I'll be happy there. And that's a very high priority for me. Then when it comes to, if I look at now over my, on my business side, I've projected this. I want to work these many hours. I want this to happen. I want this to go through. And my expectation of that is also met. So I'm like, that's fine. So now I'm looking like my family, my business is okay. And then like my health, right? So like spiritually, mentally, I feel like I'm at peace because everything is in cater. So it's when I find that equilibrium that I that I think I'm the happiest. And the reason I know that's the case is because of the effect that I that I feel when one of them is out of cater. Like if I'm not in a good place with my family, everything else doesn't really matter. Like I can be making a lot of money, I can be healthy as anything, but that's not going. That's going to bug me. So it needs to come back to a stable level, right? If I'm I'm thriving, with my family. Yes, I love you so much. Yes, I'm making money, but I'm sick. Like it doesn't. I'm still not going to be happy with that situation. So it's when those three, like my personal health, um, mental and physical match, my family and people I love match, and then the, whatever I'm pursuing matches. That's that's where I find happiness for me. Yeah. Mm, good answer. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. You have such an elaborate response for, for <laughs> that question. Such an elaborate response. Yeah. Two two books. Yeah. Unfortunately, I thought about it regularly. That's yeah, why. Yeah. For me, I don't think about happiness mm. at all. Mm. I, my understanding of happiness has always been: I'll be happy when I die. <laughs> okay. Do you want to talk about it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Think about it. Because like, because you, you know, happiness seems to be the end. Mm-hmm. It's not, and the life is the means. Uh, the life you live is mm. a means to that end. You get what I mean? I get what you mean. I get, yeah. Or maybe I'm just spouting out what I was taught in university, mm. <laughs> where happiness is a teleological mm. mission. And teleological means, let me Google mm. the word. I've even forgotten what it means. Teleological. Yeah, it's like teleological. It's like, I think uh, that idea, mm. um, just a sec. Teleological. Teleological, yeah. Everyone get your dictionaries out as we uh, teleological compare yeah. and contrast this definition. Yeah, like exhibiting and or relating to design or purpose, especially in nature. It's like theo- theological is the meaning of um, it's exhibiting or relating to design or purpose. The standard story about mass printing is a story of linear teleological progress. It's like 
it's an account of teleology is mm-hmm. an account a teleological explanation of why folks have prongs is that this design helps humans eat certain foods so it's like it's like life is designed to end that way that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the end of our the ultimate end of our life mm-hmm. is happiness okay it is mm-hmm. not a it is not necessarily something that occurs in a continuous or linear manner you get what mm-hmm. i mean mm-hmm. okay so yeah. you see for me it's like happiness is a teleological good it's a good that is experienced at the end it's not a mm-hmm. good that is experienced mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. every day it, it, what mm-hmm. we go through every day our mood changes mm-hmm. you get what i mean mm-hmm. but like to for a man to be truly happy it occurs when we look at the end of his life and his impact and mm-hmm. how he's changed people and how he's touched people's lives and the contributions he's made to society and then we say eh mm-hmm. that guy mm-hmm. he was happy mm-hmm. you get what i mean so question when you say that's really interesting mm-hmm. because you're saying now you're looking at the guy and you're saying that guy was happy mm-hmm. but that's in retrospect right mm-hmm. so like did that guy know during that journey that he was happy perhaps he did yeah perhaps he didn't but yeah. at the end of the day like i said mm. it is for him it's not a it's not something for for me it's like happiness is some it feels a bit selfish mm. it's not mm. something that i mm. set a goal and say i want to be happy really? sometimes i don't wake yeah. up in the morning and go i want to be happy like you, you wake up and say oh my god i never wake up and go i want yeah. to be happy no Seriously? for me it's like yeah. i live my life according to the the goals that i've set i live my life a quarter mile at a time mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you get what i mean mm-hmm. i wake up and go what are the goals and the objectives i've set for the day have i met them yes am i okay how does that, how do i feel about the, meeting these objectives i feel mm-hmm. good have i met this person no i have not can i do it tomorrow yes i can like mm-hmm. it's not it's not something mm-hmm. i don't live my life like thinking about happiness mm-hmm. it's not something that sits at the back of my mind mm-hmm. i live my life just enjoying the I don't know how to explain it. It's like I'm I'm with you. I hear what you're saying. Yeah, I'm enjoy I just yeah. enjoy the fact that I exist in the present. Mm. I exist in the now. Mm. I exist in the today. Cumulatively when I die, mm. maybe you can say I'm happy. But mm. me I enjoy the fact that right now I'm shooting mm. this podcast. Yeah. Get what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah, really yeah. good. There's no camera issues hopefully. Mm. If there's a camera issue, it's fine. I'll deal mm. with it then. Mm. If I leave this, I have another meeting that might be a difficult meeting. Take mm. the difficult meeting. It's fine. You mm. know. Mm. Whatever happens, it's fine. Mm. Like just mm. keep going. Mm. But if you cuz cuz I feel like we put so much pressure on ourselves as human beings to be happy. Mm. I want to be happy. Yeah, yeah. What does that even mean? Yeah. Like, you know, what does that mean? Cuz everybody's definition of happiness is up to Mm. you know that person and mm. how they've designed their life yeah so yeah. for me that's why i said happiness is something that is teleological it's something that i feel like when i'm done with mm. and when i have passed on mm-hmm. uh, other people will say mm. hey oscar was very happy mm. but for me as i live every day mm. i am enjoying it yeah. it's pleasures and it's pains mm. and happiness is not something that mm. should is a concern it's not yeah. even close to a concern of mine there are many other concerns for example yeah. uh, mr monday must ask who where did you get that watch it, it it's been standing it's, for a while that yeah, is a concern a, that is real yeah. he tells me where he found it and i'm happy to yeah. hear that yeah. he's told me he's found it but yeah. for me it's not something i i think about so mm. something that bothers my mind at all sounds like you aim for content to be content and hopefully in being consistently content that defines as happiness at the end it's not even content it's like cuz it seems like you're not you're, you just want an equilibrium just like stability just this has happened i've done this day at a time yeah, yeah. you're not, you're not if, aiming but for like let's assume i have not you see like you see mm. let's you see for you but they, then you said if i meet them i'll meet them tomorrow yeah. that was where yeah you see that's the yeah. thing i'm saying like um you see like Sorry, the way like, 
the way you went with family yeah. you went oh you know these are the things that i know mm. these are everything is in equilibrium you mm. see that that for me that looks like it's a very difficult thing because mm. you're constantly thinking mm. about the state of all these things mm. for me mm. i don't consistently think about the state mm. of all these things mm. i encounter them as they come mm. for example there's a business objective we have to meet mm. have we met it mm. yes or no mm. the answer if it's if it's a no what mm. can i do to remedy it can i not remedy it no let it go Interesting. You get what I mean? Yeah. There's a family relationship that's strained. Mm. Can I remedy that situation? Mm. Yes. Okay. Mm. You can remedy that situation. Let's sit mm. down and address it. Mm. If you can't, even then, mm. let it go. Mm. You get what I mean? It let mm. it it'll solve itself in the near or distant future. And mm. it might seem like a very careless way to live, but for me, it's a very free way to live mm. because I'm consistently dealing with what is in front of me. Mm. I don't mm. tomorrow's when I, whenever and obviously i'm planting seeds for tomorrow and i'm investing and making those conscious today choices to make sure that tomorrow's investments or tomorrow's um reapings i'm mm. reaping what i'm sowing today mm. so if i sow a seed today i know that tomorrow i might reap it if i don't still i'm mm. detached enough to know it's okay so i'm mm. always maintaining i don't know how i can explain a level of detachment from life mm. that allows me to enjoy stability got it Got it. Yeah, right yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, in it. the end, mm. you see, if you're too attached to this concept of happiness, mm. you will begin to do things that are not necessarily even in your nature. You might want to challenge yourself, mm. um, but even when you challenge yourself, do not challenge yourself based on other definitions of, let's say, happiness or other definitions of how life should be. Mm. You live your life very subjectively because now you're dealing with your life as it comes. If you have an idea, a vision, and a dream, can I make it happen? Yes. How do I execute? One, two, three. If I can't execute that way, what do I do? Shelf it, be patient, mm. wait for the right opportunity to come, mm. and I pick that moment and I move with it. Mm. But if you continuously, mm. eh, I, yeah, I don't know how you do it, but that's mm. hard. Like, It becomes subconscious. It just becomes subconscious. This is why we work. We're very different. <laughs> but yeah, it becomes a subconscious yeah. balance that you find. Yeah. It's like a, but it's not really a checklist, but... Yeah, I think our different de- definitions is why this podcast. Like, exactly. Works. Yeah. So yeah. you can be yeah. happy, go lucky, yeah. like yeah. Oscar, or you can be yeah. happy, structured, like yeah. Eli. Yeah. Both ways. I'd like work. people to actually write what happiness means to them in the comments, because yeah. I'm very curious to see the variety of, of definitions. definitions. Yeah, and exactly. I can't wait to ask uh, Eric uh, what his definition of happiness is. Yes, when the camera is off, the, the invisible man. Yes, the invisible man that's behind with the headphones on. Yes. Um, but yeah, that was that was a fun Q and A. As always, as always, guys, I really love that you challenge us with these questions i really like that like you know what you want to hear and i hopefully you get that so um see you next episode i hope you enjoyed this q a half as much as we enjoy enjoy making making it because we had a ball ball. see you next week guys see you next week bye-bye